overseas property, inheritance and Brexit. What could go wrong? Welcome to this week's Living and Working Abroad podcast brought to you by Proact Sam at proactpartnership.com. Go there to check out our blogs, newsletters, uh, information sheets and downloads for family and business living and working abroad. And also look out for our monthly webinars on the last Thursday of each month. We've got one coming up next Thursday the 31st at 5pm Cyprus, 3pm UK time. That should be uh, a good listen uh, for uh, expats living and working abroad. But today, overseas property, inheritance and Brexit, what could go wrong? Well, uh, the air conditioning could go wrong. I'm sitting in our studio in Cyprus recording this podcast. The air condition has failed when the temperatures are in the mid-30s and the humidity is somewhere around the level of a swimming pool. So uh, bear with me. If uh, the systems pass out or I pass out, then uh, I'll be back next week. Let's get right into it. I've got eight uh, things to highlight that could go wrong and and I've got four solutions that fit all of those if you're concerned about any of them. So overseas property, Brexit and inheritance, what could go wrong for family and business living and working abroad? Well, the first thing when you're going abroad is that you, your ambition is to uh, a dream of sun, sea, golf, sand, uh, a yacht, a boat, uh, family, friends, a change of lifestyle. But things can go wrong for family and for business. First of all, there could be an accident uh, or a medical emergency. Uh, it might not happen straight away, but if it happens, your your family network is not necessarily around you. Your, your fallback state medical cover is not necessarily around you. You're reliant upon private medical care. Would you need to uh, come back home and, and, and get treatment? And what impact would that have on your property, your business um, and your lifestyle? In a, in a longer term, uh, 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 people retiring abroad should consider dementia and long-term care. Now, in the UK... Um, if you need to go into long-term care, the, the cost of that long-term care, which could be very easily £2,000 a month, uh, it, it can be provided under a welfare benefit system. In a country like Cyprus, there is no long-term care system. It's all privately funded. But in the UK, if you need to go into that care, it is means-tested. If your assets above £23,000 currently, then you pay for everything. That includes your overseas property, your UK property, your and your investments, and, and it takes consideration of your income. So £23,000 capital um, could, could see you uh, losing any potential benefit and having to pay for long-term care and dementia. Um, the, the house that you've built up and saved, the, the business that you own, the, the property that the business owns, uh, the investments that you've, you've stored away from the sale of a business or the redemption of a pension 
could all be wiped out. The the local if you need to go back to the UK for long term care, if there's no family structure or you can't finance that abroad, and can't get the infrastructure around you abroad, then again it, it can wipe out the family's wealth in in one fell swoop. Just like death, really, um, death um, is uh, sometimes unexpected and sometimes foreseen. But for everybody, it, it is certain. And, and when it comes, uh, there are issues around probate, uh, capital gains taxes, inheritance taxes that can have a big impact on families, depending upon the situation with first, second, third marriages, divorce, bankruptcies, not just for you, but also for your children and, and the in-laws and, and, and what happens to your wealth that you have maybe to leave to a charity, maybe to leave to your in-laws, maybe to leave to your second wife or first wife uh, what, what, or, or husband. Um, what, what do you want and how do you want to control that? Uh, a fourth reason is what about business? What if a business goes bust? What if it, if it goes bankrupt? Pensions, savings, property, investment can all, all be lost um if if you um if your business goes bust um you know as you've seen with businesses in the uk like carillion and maplins they can be healthy thriving long-term businesses which suddenly turn sour and all the value is lost from them if you're a family business even if you're living and working abroad you don't want that to impact on you you don't want to take your life savings to start a business abroad to come back with your tail between your legs, having lost your your hard-earned money in a short uh, period of trying to establish an overseas business. There's also the issue for uh, EU Brexit for expats, for UK expats to consider that in Europe there is forced airship. And, and what that means is it dictates who benefits from an estate. Now, that may be children and and it may be a spouse and that might be absolutely fine for you. But if you've got first and second marriages, your first husband, your second husband um, after divorce may not have a claim to the estate, but the children from both those marriages may, may do. Who do you want to benefit? Uh, if you're remarried for a third time, um, they that person might take precedent over children for the first or second marriage. Even worse, your current partner, who you're not married to, could be left uh, homeless and, and destitute because uh, children from a first marriage with whom you've got no contact are, are get a claim on your whole estate because of forced heirship under European rules. Um, the catch with... A UK probate, point number six, is, is in the reverse. Um, there's very good intestacy rules to protect uh, a married partner, but this can be at the expense of, of, um, uh, of children from first marriages or second marriages, or do stepchildren have an equal say? Do, do um, uh, you know, unless you formally adopt a child, then technically they, they may not benefit under UK law or under 
un, under European or Cyprus law. So the, these things could be quite a consideration depending on who you want to benefit. If you're running a family business and your children are working in that business, do you want all the asset and value and control of that business to pass to uh, a partner or a spouse who's not involved in the business and not the parent of the children running that business and their livelihoods and their family and your grandchildren? Seventh, seventh point is that uh, if you don't take care and uh, th there is no will, there's no protection in place, then you could end up with a, a UK assessment for your worldwide assets. And that would mean potentially 40% tax on overseas business, on overseas property. Now, if you're living in the UK, you are assessed on inheritance tax on your worldwide assets. If you're... Uh, uh, an EU citizen or if you're, you're you're coming into the UK you're only assessed for inheritance tax on your UK assets so if an expat owns uh, 300,000 property in the UK that's below the the null rate band as long as they are not assessed for worldwide tax in the UK so a uh, 300,000 property would have no inheritance tax uh, a million pound worldwide estate of UK property Cyprus property and, and some investments would have uh, an inheritance tax bill of of maybe um, uh, it, it could be maybe one hundred and sixty thousand. It could be up to uh, up to two hundred thousand. A lot of money for not taking the right precautions. And finally, the eighth way you can get caught out is um, Cyprus has a thirty percent. Savings tax rule. Now, savings tax at 30% around Europe, very, very common. And by holding your assets in the right way, you can avoid that 30% savings tax. So what are the four steps you can take to protect your assets and protect your income uh, as an expat living and working abroad? We're talking here about overseas property. So you leave the UK, you may still have property and business in the UK, but you've got a, a property abroad. You uh, may have investments. You may have left the UK and, and left investments in the UK and have property abroad. You might have a business abroad, you might have a business in the UK. There's more than one jurisdiction. Every jurisdiction potentially requires a probate administration. If you've got an Isle of Man bank account, a UK property, a Cyprus property and a Spanish uh, a villa, then you've got four lots of probate administration that you need to do. And yes, you can reseal it and that can be very easy and cheap and, and, and uh, effective to do um, in the UK, but in other countries it's not. And it can be very expensive. In Cyprus, uh, probate administration, uh, there's a fixed fee system, which is in, in under challenge under European law, but it still stands at the moment where the lawyers uh, appointed as an executor to a will can charge a minimum set fee, which is usually around 10% of the estate. So if you've got a 300,000 uh, villa in Cyprus, you will have no zero rate inheritance tax but a 10% uh, probate fee to get that administered. That's better than some countries, but it's not, it's, not, it's, not, it's not always the case. So you need to have a look at this. So you can make a will to protect property assets um, and to protect investment assets. 
and to protect overseas property. Uh, you can have your assets covered under European law where there's uh, a succession uh, planned. You need to bear in mind that under European law, uh, you have to declare your worldwide assets in your country of tax residence. So if you live in Cyprus, your, any assets in your name have to be settled within the Cyprus uh, probate administration. And this gives a tax record that could be referred back to another country. So if you have to have tax clearance in Cyprus for property in the UK, it then by the back door leaves you open to assessment for 40% inheritance tax. Uh, UK law can assess worldwide assets also uh, and settle them. And as long as they're not fixed assets like property, uh, then it is potentially that you could get everything settled from a UK probate. But it depends upon where your assets are based. So you need to sit down with a, a professional and review where your assets are held, where they're based, and what the, the, the restrictions are there in terms of the cost and delay of probate. How can you avoid probate? Um, uh, making a will doesn't avoid that, but it makes sure that you've got a planned succession to minimise your tax liabilities and your expenses. You can give to your family during your lifetime. If you've got enough money, if you've got enough time and you're dying slowly, sorry about that, people, um, or, or, or you, 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 you want to hand over control to the family, then you can make gifts to the family. And this is a very efficient and effective way of, of passing assets to children. There's usually no property transfer taxes and no capital gains taxes when that transfer is done. And it, potentially they can become free of inheritance tax at some point. Um, as long as you're confident that you've got enough money, as long as you've got, you're confident that you've got enough money to look after your uh, self during your lifetime or, or a secure relationship, then gifting assets absolutely to family can be a very effective way of saving tax and complications for expats living and working abroad. And with EU Brexit, it, it, it ensures that your estate is not controlled by necessarily controlled by EU law. Um, a halfway house, if you want to retain control and maybe want to retain some income or a backstop if you have a long-term care need, is to gift to trust. So uh, company shares or company um, or, or property uh, or investments put into, gifted into a trust, allow the settler of that trust to have an element of control that the trust could be undone if there was a medical emergency, a dementia, a long-term care need, or, 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 or some sort of uh, uh, business bankruptcy or divorce among uh, children or, or grandchildren that would compromise the assets of the estate. The, the, the trust could be undone and control could be taken back to the, to the people creating that trust. Um, so it, it's a fantastic tool in, in that respect. It may or may not save tax, but what it does is control where the tax is paid. So if you want to avoid UK inheritance tax and you want to uh, have your domicile centred on a country like Cyprus where there's zero inheritance tax, a Cyprus International Trust can give you that, that framework to hold business, property and investment assets while living and working abroad 
uh, for family or business and, and be free of inheritance tax, uh, but also secure to meet every eventuality of the family and also avoid the cost of probate because in setting up the trust, the family then has control of the assets and there's no legal administration, no probate administration required after death. One last thing is that if, if, uh, if dementia can be an issue or if you have a heart attack you, uh, or stroke, you might not fully recover and be able to manage your own affairs or you might be in another country and not be able to look after your affairs. In, in that instance, then uh, you, you, you've got a situation where you lose the mental capacity. How, how do you deal with that? Well, th there are ways of, of setting down instructions to do that. Some countries are more advanced than others. Cyprus is not an advanced country. It's a, a court process and it's long and cumbersome to create any sort of control. And, and you're left to family and friends. Uh, but if your family and friends are in another country because you're an expat living or working abroad, then you need to consider how to do that. The UK have got a very good system of court-controlled, administered uh, authorities which allow children and partners and, and siblings uh, to have control of, of affairs. Um, whether you, it's just that you're abroad and they want to manage the property for you in the UK or, or if, if it becomes an ill health issue. So consider, consider those options as well. So we've got eight reasons, eight things that can go wrong for overseas property uh, and inheritance with Brexit. And on the other hand, we've got four, four solutions that fit all. And whether you make a will, gift to family or gift to trust, whichever level you go to, all of those work for you, work for you to protect your family, to protect your business, to protect your property, to protect your dignity against divorce, dementia, long-term care needs, uh, business bankruptcy for you, for your children, uh, for your in-laws, for your grandchildren. And these are all ways to consider um, for expats living and working abroad. Do you want to, your estate to be covered by EU law, European law or UK law? Uh, EU Brexit for expats is, is a main feature that we're covering in this year. So come along to our web, webinar next Thursday, the 31st of May at 5pm Cyprus time, 3pm UK time, where we'll wrap up this month and looking at what could go wrong with overseas property, inheritance and uh, business with Brexit, but also what the tax issues are and the changes that are coming along for your living and working abroad, residency uh, and taxation. It should be a great seminar. If you, It's hosted on our Facebook page, Living and Working Abroad. So get along there, register, attend. If you pop some questions onto Living and Working Abroad, use the hashtag living and working abroad and, and we will try and feature those questions on our webinar. Any live questions we'll try and pick up as well. Um, it should be very interesting and we're here to help and uh, I I can't do live questions but we can take your questions as you, you send them into us. So either um, go to the Facebook page at living and working abroad or use the hashtag living and working abroad 
on Facebook or Twitter or Instagram to ask us a question and we'll feature on our webinar next week. Uh, this is the end of this week's Living and Working Abroad podcast brought to you by Project Sam at our website uh, projectpartnership.com for blogs, newsletters and uh, information and downloads for people, for uh, expats living and working abroad uh, and featuring EU Brexit for expats. Thank you very much.